Kia ora, New Zealand. Welcome to Sweet Chain Live. My name's Matt Drake. This is episode 68. 68. Woo! Good evening, Brady. How are you? Good, Matt. Um, you know, hanging in there this Wellington weather, finally setting the wintry uh, wetness that it's going to be. Um, didn't blow yeah. me away. How about yourself? How are you doing? How's that coffee yours going? Oh, yeah, still here. Uh, still, still, still lingering. Um, yeah. Yeah, hopefully get rid of it at some point. Um, yeah, you're right. It's been wetter than the picture behind me in Wellington this week. It's uh, it's it's been it's been terrible. Thunderstorms, lightning, bit of everything. Anyway, we've got a great show for you today. Um, we're first of all going to wrap up the hot scores from around the country. No big tournaments going on the last week, so lots of disc golf being played out and about in the centres. Uh, then we've got uh, Jackson Sullivan from RPM Disc, who's going to be joining us today to talk about the Takapu, um, the uh, new uh, putter um, that they're releasing. It's available from tomorrow. Um, and uh, there's a giveaway as well. So uh, if you want to be in with a chance to win one of those, then, uh, then stand by for that. Then we've got a few bits and pieces we just want to cover off. Um, and uh, we'll do the results of the giveaway uh, by spinning the wheel. Um, at the end of the show. So without further ado, Brady takes through the South. Let's go through the South, starting as hot as ever. South as South goes. Queens Park, Invercargill. Uh, Ethan Stout coming in at 15 under par. Um, those new Discraft discs are doing him well. Uh, up in Dunedin, Chingford Park. Um, I don't have a name, but the username is Amizio Jutel. Uh, comes in at minus six this week. Um, over in Brockville, we have a tie. We have a Tom McKay, Jack Maffey, and Sweet Chain Zone, Andrew Fleming, coming in at eight under par uh, for the hot round in Brockville this week. Um, over in Queenstown in the Garden, Gus Van Gistren comes in at nine under par uh, for the hot round of the Gardens. And at Tucker's, we have Akira Kuro and Pete McKay shooting an even round at the beach. Um, up over the Crown Range, Ely Point, Matt Pritchard, Ollie Webb, and Willie Taratana come at minus three for the hot round. And at Lismore Park, Ryan Cambridge, as always, getting it done, coming in at minus 12 this week. Uh, up to the popular Garden City, Christchurch, Jelly Park, Sam Mark sets the mark at Jelly, 12 under par. Over at Brooker Ave, we have Callie Thompson and Jasper Vandermeer coming at four under par. Uh, Jasper Vandermeer is also getting it done at Queens Park. He comes in at seven under par. And to round out the Garden City, we have Ashton Clark coming in in Warren Park at nine under par on the new 18 course. Um, big shout out to to Blenheim, Taylor River Reserve, um, Chris Corbin, and Tom Strawbridge coming in at minus five this week to round out the hot scores of the South. Matt, run us through the North. Yeah, so starting in Wellington and the Barrenpore Hills, it's uh, Team Sweet Chains, Brett Carlisle, which comes through with a seven under par to take the lead for this week. Uh, across the harbour to, to Hikoikoi Reserve. And Dylan Johnson's five under par is enough to take out the crown. Uh, up to Harcourt Park, and it's Mitch Hudson who hits an even round um, up in Upper Hutt. And in the Mighty Manor or two, uh, going to link later reserve, Ryan Kitto's eight under par um, at Palmerston North is good enough for the lead this week. Over to Topor, and it's Mark Hellier's uh, plus six at Spa Park Red um, was enough to take out the crown. And uh, over at Taranaki in Maryland's, Brian Rawlins evens um, is the hot score there. Across to Rotorua in the nursery, Dylan Wadsworth shoots a two under par uh, Scion Tree. And over in ha Hastings uh, on the Flaxmere League layout, Anthony Rogers hits a seven under par. 
up to Todonga, and it's Quentin Suppers who uh, treats McLaren Falls to a one under par. And at Henderson, it's Richard Waterson who hits six under on the full 18. Uh, Rawbody Water hits nine under at Rosedale, and Henry Pearson hits seven down at Woodhill Reds. Um, so congratulations and well done to everybody there. <coughs> so our guest this evening, um, you all know, um, he's been on the show before, um, uh, but with uh, something new to talk about this week. Uh, so our guest this week is Jackson Sullivan. Good evening, Jacko. Hey, guys. How are you? Good, man. Good, good. Yourself? Yeah, not bad. On. Well, yeah, apart from being a bit crook. Um, yeah, I'm all right. Um, yep. Thank you. Um, now, we you've got something new to show off um, yeah. from RPM. Yeah. So, yeah, tell us, a, tell us a bit about it. So we've, uh, yeah, we've finally finally gotten around to getting our, our new putter out of the Takapu. Um, it's been a, been a bit of a process with uh, interruptions with uh, lockdowns and the COVID and whatnot. Um, but it's finally, finally come. And uh, yeah, we're, we're super, super stoked with it, the results we've got. And um, there she is. There's the, there's the stamp we've gone with. That's um, yeah, so we're, we're pretty stoked about the results. It's a it's a beadless putter, sort of, sort of very similar to those. Yeah, you know, a lot of a lot of popular, like that kind of pop, popular putter mold. That you know, there's a few out there that are that are beadless, and our lineup really needed them. I really needed it. <laughs> well, we had the Tui, you know, which sits on the high side of of the speed chart for for putters. That sort of putt putt and approach scenario, and um, the Rudu, which was pretty uh, pretty blunt nose, you know. Mm. Um, so yeah, this this just sits bang in the middle quite nicely. So it's finally here. <laughs> Excellent. Now, before we go into a little bit more detail on the disc and the manufacturing process and all that kind of stuff, mm -hmm. um, you're actually doing a giveaway today. Yep. So, um, what what are you going to be giving away? What what's up for grabs? So we'll we'll leave it up to the winner. Mm -hmm. We've got a bunch of different plastics here. This we've got Strata through. Through the glow, and, and, and you've got a new plastic in there as well. As well, eh? we haven't seen. We'll get onto that in a minute. But um, there's a there's a different plastic in there that you, we, you may not have seen in other in other on other discs. Eh? Yep, yep. It'll be kind of exclusive to this uh, first run. Excellent. Okay, so if you want to win um, your choice of uh, Takapu in, in one of those uh, different plastics, all you need to do is pop your name or rather tag someone in the comments below. Now, when you tag someone. Both you and them get put into the draw. Okay, so you you can, each person can be entered twice: once for tagging someone and once for um, being tagged. So uh, so make sure that you uh, that you pop your names into the comments. Uh, what we'll do is um, we'll spin the wheel at the end of the show and uh, we'll um, see who the winner is. So <coughs> excuse me, we've talked you talked a little bit about um, the plastics. A lot of people will be familiar with um, uh, with with RPM plastics. So take us through what plastics this this uh, disc is available in. Right. So we just start with the baseline. We've got our we've got our strata. Mm -hmm. And this is this is like the newest version of our strata. It's it's feeling really, really sweet. It's uh, not too firm. A couple of the last runs came out a little too stiff for our liking. Um, so we've tweaked that and uh, got it to just a really nice, consistent sort of consistent feel. 
Um, so that's our baseline, the strata. A lot of them are, are white in the first run. Mm -hmm. there, there will be other colors, but we've gone a higher percentage in white. Um, so that's a baseline. That's that's pretty sweet. It's it's a um, personally, I wasn't sure whether I was going with the strata or magma. It was kind of is that is yeah, pretty nice. Then we've got the magma. Um, this is a this is a hard one. So nice mm -hmm. and stiff. This is what I've decided to go with myself personally. Um, so we've got the hard version, we've got a medium and a soft. The soft is on the very soft side. So for those guys that like the super softies, the yeah, you know, that bends a lot. We've gone, you know, similar to our um similar to our first run Rudus that came out with the um I don't know if you remember some of those, they're really they're quite really gummy. Um so you've gone super soft and then we've got a nice consistent hard, and then we've got a medium that just sits in the middle, which is more you know, along the, um, you know, that, that firmness that a lot of, uh, most people like, that don't like the extreme soft or the, the, the super hard. Have you got a uh, soft one there? I don't. I don't. I don't. I just but wanted to see got... how much they, how much they bear. Yeah. <laughs> when when we I... pop that up for the giveaway, I can, oh, when I'm off screen, I'll go down and grab one for us to have a look at. Oh, yeah. Um, then we've got the Cosmic, of course. So these these are the yeah, these are come out really nice, nice flat on the top. Um, throw, they just throw really nice, really nice, really good. Then we've got our atomic. So this this particular one here is like our standard atomic that you that you know that we that we're all used to. Yeah, that um, little bit of yeah, play a G star like. Yeah, a little a little harder than the G star. Um, but yeah, more so along that consistent atomic feel. And then the, the special one that I've got here that we don't have a lot of is this, this yellow atomic, which will be in the first run only. Um, and this is a stiffer, this is a stiffer variation of atomic. Um, some of them are a lot flatter than, than the than the standard. Like these are still flat, but these just have that harder, harder feel for those those guys that like the touch forehands. Um you can kind of, yeah, it's a it's a lot it's a it's a lot firmer than the the standard atomic. So that's just just a little variation for that sort of bit of a bonus in the first run. Well, what do you? How do you think that will change its flight characteristics? Um, it's more it hasn't changed it too much, to be honest. It's it's more just, it's just a feel, feel thing. in the hand and yeah, it's just a feel thing. Maybe um, more more skip or. Or, or, or will it not make a difference? I would, I would say so. It'd, it'd have a higher, you know, a higher, um, yeah, it'll hit, it'd hit harder and even have a, I don't know the word, more of a, um, it'll bounce okay. back a lot, a lot more, you know what I mean? But um, yeah, I've thrown a couple and, and these are, they're, they're nicely stable, you know what I mean? They're not super overstable, they're not understable, so it's that really neutral. Haven't noticed a huge difference in the flight between the, um, the hards and the softs. But um, yeah, so that's a little bonus for the first run for those that'll get their hands on one. Mm -hmm. Most of our, you know, most of our New Zealand and Australian distributors have been sent one or, or two or three. There'll be um, there'll be some available for most. And then we've got our glow, of course. Uh, these the glow are coming out in higher weights, closer to the max. Mm -hmm. I was approved at uh, 176 grams. Right. And a lot of these guys are coming out seven four through to seven five. Pretty much, 
And these are probably, just because of the extra couple of grams, not a huge difference, but these are probably your most stable throwers. Um, generally with most glow plastic, you know, being a little being a little more stable. Um, and these these are super, super bright on the, you know, like our glow our glow ranges. These are yeah, these pop in the dark. They're really nice. The the new glow plastic from uh, that you're that you're producing actually is is, is I think um, starting to rival some of the better glow plastics available internationally. It was, it's really pleasing yeah. to see. Yeah, yeah, appreciate it. Well, and then you said that disc complements the Tui and the and the Ruru. So, like for players who potentially have thrown both, you know, like for those Kiwi viewers that are watching and listening, uh, like yeah, where does it fit as a thrower versus a putter? Um, you know, like you've posted a couple of, uh, like videos on your like personal page and that kind of stuff, mm -hmm. but for people who might not have seen him, what exactly do you mean by like fitting in that gap? You know, like, is it a straight flight with like, you know, a consistent finish? Is it kind of like Heiser and it's like stable all the way? Uh, how do you find it? So, 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 so far I've found releasing it on a tad Heiser. You know, this is just, if, if you just, you know, like a bit of wind either way, tail or head, like this just. A little bit of hyzer it'll pop to flat and it'll just go straight and then it'll kick in with a bit of fade at the end yeah so it's it's, it's pretty neutral we we you know when we were testing it we've gone we've gone with two three zero plus two so i've gone with that plus two fade um you know when we do our numbers we kind of try and keep it so that it complements the whole range you know like so a strata will beat in quicker um, and become less stable as as we know with baseline plastics, and then glow being on the other spectrum being a lot more overstable than say the strata or some magmas, you know. So we try to find that balance in between that'll kind of sum up the whole range, you know. Um, so it's 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 just it's like as a thrower, it's super smooth out the hand with no bead. Mm -hmm. um, I was I was surprised how much glide it has, and, and it's quite quick actually. Um, so I've, I've, I've actually done you know simon and i were doing some testing um marty we've had you know a few of us out doing some good tests and that's that's the numbers we ended up coming coming up with that we all agreed on and, and thought that was that was going to be the one so yes yeah, super smooth out the hand for a thrower right so it's gonna the toy you'll get a bit of you know depending on you know which how much power you give it the toy you'll get some turn we do kind of fairly neutral sort of very you know quite similar to the Voodoo in the um in the flight, but this will just have it's a little more aerodynamic. You know what I mean? It's not as blunt nosed, so this this will just I I feel it's a lot quicker, and it'll just it just has a little more fade at the end, so that's how it'll fit into our lineup, um and and it's just one of those feels again. You know the Tui has a bead, Voodoo has a bead, this is just bang in the middle, not so much of flight, but more so feel in that general. That general shape, you know what I mean. So we kind of, we yeah, we were just we just we just really needed it, and we were honestly super stoked with the results. So we we think we've nailed it, to be honest, for for the flight and and everything. So as a putter, as a dedicated putter, it's just smooth out the hand. It's just like now my knees are a bit better. I've been trying to put in some time in between the madness of uh, getting <laughs> these bad boys out and out to everyone in time and whatnot. So it's um yeah it's really it's really exciting to to have that you know take it to the market and get get it into people's bags. 
Well, and then go, go, sorry, go on, Brady. Yeah, for me, like, why the the switch? You know, like I know that you putted like you know back in your end of a days, you're putting with those you know like rock hard like Paul Macbeth, uh, like McPro AVRs, mm-hmm. and then you switch to yeah, you know, like you had that hard strata twoies that you're putting those blue ones for ages. So like, why the switch? What does this give you that your twoie didn't when it comes to a putting putter? For me personally, yeah. So with the twoie, you you know, it's it's just a dead straight putter, you know, like. I'm a firm believer like anything really within eight meters just comes down to where you, where you put it. If it's off, you're going to be off. It doesn't matter which part you got. Let's be honest. They're all, you know, if, if it's going to be on, it's going to be on. But just outside of that range, I was finding if there's a slight headwind or something. I remember when I first switched to twoies, everyone said, oh, are you going to hate, you know, too <laughs> understable, blah, 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 blah. It's like, it doesn't matter, mate. If, if you're on, it's going in. That's just, that's just simple like you know what i mean that's just how it is so i was finding back from that range i was having to slightly adjust my angles with a bit of hyzer and whatnot and i was kind of i didn't i didn't want to bring in any other variables and like um with like at national just for example at nationals my knee was wasn't 100 percent, so I, I couldn't fully swing through my putt and i was you know I was, obviously it's an open course and there's wind so I felt it was it was a little exposed. So when the confidence was down, I um I, I didn't I, I didn't want to have to be guessing my angles of release, etc. I wanted just a routine putt. So the difference for me is just having that little bit of stability at the end. That little that little you know that little extra fade or stability yep. pretty much. So eight to nine meters, ten meters, I don't need to adjust too much, you know, too much highs or too much angle sort of thing. So that's that's really the the change for me. Um, and it's just refreshing, you know. What I mean, I've had this time off with my injury. It's a new, like, it's very similar to what I used to putt with, with the McPro Avias and whatnot. Um, so I think it's just, just for me, just a time for a change. Something I can, you know, I don't need to bring in too much variables when the when a headwind gets up or something like that, you know. So that's the main, the main reason for the switch. So talk us through the. Oh, just realised I've uh, disappeared. Down the, uh, <laughs> Where are you going, Matt? Getting know. eaten by uh, that gannet there. I was, yeah. Uh, take, yeah. Um, take us through a bit of the process about how you go about developing a mould, right? So you you've got this kind of idea that we want an overstable putter, probably going to be beadless, in a and and how do you get from there to having them in your hand now? What what's the What's what? How, how do you kind of? I've always wondered. And sorry, this question's getting on, on a long bit now. Uh, how, how do you how do you work out how a disc is going to behave from like looking at a design on a sheet of paper and then yeah you know, making um, making a mold and whatever? Pretty much just through experience of throwing other discs, you know, just 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 being disc golfers, knowing what what other you know what other things do, just through past experiences and stuff and. You know, you, you know, a, you know, something that generally super flat is going to be pretty, pretty stable and and so on and so on. Just different, you know, just pretty much through experience of, of, of that pretty much, you know. Um, and now we've kind of we've kind of got to the point we've got enough molds and um, knowledge behind us that we kind of touch wood. We can predict what it's going to be. You know what I mean? We can we can predict what it's going to be. So. From the digital, the digital shape that we all work on, 
um, Simon and I have a lot of input into that because we're, we're, the, we're the, you know, the throwers. Um, everyone else does Woody in that too. But we, we have we have the, the digital the digital drawing of the side profile, right? Yeah. But there's certain things there's certain things we allow for, the you know the the general circumference, how much weight's going into the flight plate, how much's going into the rim, yeah, um, and how much shrinkage, how much shrinkage the disc will have. So you you, you know when a disc comes out hot out of the machine, it actually it's like a cake, like it wants to rise in, like and, and rise mm -hmm. up. So you got to allow for a little bit of shrinkage, um, so that can affect the shoulder. When it that can affect the shoulder here, and the general overall shape. So you, you might want, you know, you might want a different shape, and then it comes out. And if you haven't allowed for shrinkage, it's going to mm. change what you're kind of trying to visualize. You know what I mean? So um, yeah, that's that's. So we go through that. Then we obviously run. We get the die made. We run prototypes. We pretty much get them straight out of the machine, go and run them under cold water, because they, they come out super hot, right? Like you yep. can you, you, you don't want to hold on to it too long. So we we straight to the tap, get them cold, and then straight out to the field. Um, <laughs> there's, a, there's a field next door to our molders that we go and do our first initial tests. We we generally give it a you know a, a good a good couple of throws back and forth, you know, you know, all sorts of stuff, um all, all sorts of shots. See if we have nailed it. In mm -hmm. the last few, we've been we've been pretty stoked with like the Pekka Pekka was was bang on. Um, and this one in particular, we were like, yep, boom, we've nailed it. So we so we, we go back in and um that's that's when we'll kind of work out how we're going with our weights and stuff, because you don't know what your approved max weight is. You can kind of try and guesstimate it through the circumference of the disc. Um so then we yeah, we get them, we get them sent off to the PDGA. And they come back with the approval. So these actually came back as a 176, which we were really mm -hmm. hoping for. Um, and that, that's pretty much it, man. Then, then we run through run through all the runs we've got. Um, so for this first run, say we've done about 4,000 strata, about 1,500 glow, 2,000 uh, 2, cosmic, and about 6,000 magmas because we went heavy on the magma because it's a putting putter, you know what I mean. We wanted to yeah. wanted to make sure we had a good variation and numbers of uh, those variances in the um, magma plastics. So from there, it's to the stampers, and uh, in this case, with delays and like just everything, been a few rushed back and forth trips here and there between my 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 car and the uh, and the trucks. So it's it's been all on. <laughs> it's been good though. We got there. And have you ever had a? Um, I'm interested in the the process of taking the disc literally out of the machine and then taking it straight out into a field. Have you ever had any nightmares where you've like you've taken this disc out and thought, right, this is going to be a nice straight flyer, and it's just dumped okay. under the fence or something? Yeah. Yep. So a <laughs> uh, little little uh, inside view with the um, with the Kia, for example, right? So at the time we were we were trying to what we done the Kia as we know it now. We had a bottom. We, we designed a new bottom. So from the parting line, we had the Kia bottom. Mm -hmm. And we thought, let's see if we can change the Tui a bit. Keep the Tui, but let's see if we can change it. So we kept the Tui top part of the die. So we had the Tui top and our new designed the bottom part of the Kia. So we had the straight, we had the straight, you know, the, the, the steep wall 
and then the top of the two inches around his shoulder. Yeah. And we were hoping that was going to be a bit, you know, overstable, like overstable mm -hmm. for that forehand, that wind approach and stuff. Simon and I, you know, under the hot tap, go out to the field, throw it. <laughs> turn, yeah, it turns you know, a lot to the right. So that's when we, you know, we went back and said, no, no, stop. Let's stop this and we'll uh, we'll have to design a top that uh, complements the bottom, obviously, pretty blunt and uh, mm. square there with the little the little dip that goes up. So that was that was that was an instance where it uh, wasn't quite as overstable as we predicted. So that was one uh, not many people know that the the key has started with a tui top. Um so yeah, that, that was one instance that it didn't quite work out as we'd first hoped. Yeah. But uh we got there in the end with that one. Nice and beefy. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Remember, you can you can win a, a, a takapoo if you tag somebody in the comments down below. Um, both you and them go into the draw. Um, <coughs> excellent. So you've got the first run, and it, from the numbers, I wasn't adding them up as we went, but it sounds like there was around sort of ten to twelve thousand made in that yep. first run. Um, mm -hmm. How many of those will go to will be in New Zealand, and how many do you ship overseas? Um, well, there's quite a few, you know, like all, all the distributors we know of, like yourself, you know, the Small Planets, Vortica, Dish Shop, um, Gentle Sports, everyone. It's, you know, they'll, they've all ordered uh, a healthy, healthy amount mm -hmm. in Aussie as well. So the, the rush was to get, get them to, you know, places like Perth who are, you know, that's as far as Aussie, New Zealand, that's the furthest we'll send them sort of thing. So that was... Yeah, everyone's ordered pretty healthy amounts. So there's, and then we have to allow for other things like our RPM rapture, um, blank custom runs. So we had a we had a custom run go out straight away to the Lexington Open. Um, so they they were they were waiting, and just so happened we yeah we got it done in time. That so yeah, there's there's been some healthy numbers go out around New Zealand and Aussie, and a lot will go to the states. So Marshall Street will be dropping soon. We yeah, we, we, we kind of, we don't usually call out individual distributors and say, oh, this person's got this and that. Like, it's generally people will know sort of thing. Yeah. Um, so the first in the States was the Lexington Open and um, Marshall Street will have the, the first lot in the, as far as the retail side goes in the, the US. Excellent, excellent. So, what what is it now then in terms of the uh, sort of the factory and the and the mold design? Then is it sort of ship out the first runs and you put your feet up a bit? No, nah, mate. These will these will go these will go quicker than uh, quicker than we <laughs> quicker than you realise. It sounds like a lot of numbers, but it's kind of not once you you accommodate for custom you know blanks, custom jobs, yeah, ratches. Um, just, just the general volume of the industry now. You know what I mean? Like it's just, it's just crazy. So we're kind of predicting a lot of our guys will sell out and mm -hmm. want to reorder pretty quickly. So the numbers, the numbers we've run, where you know, we didn't want to do a huge first run. Yeah, you, know, you kind of want to keep that first run quite. It's you know, we didn't want to run out super quick. But we wanted enough to sort of spread the love to to everyone worldwide. Well, and how about yourself? You know, like we've been talking quite a bit about disc, but that's not the only thing to, you know, like come back onto like New Zealand courses. You're back, your knee, knees feeling good. Like what's going to be next for you? Uh, you know, um, like when are we going to get to see you putting with these new putters of yours? Um, so I'll be, I'll be playing uh, Waitawa 20, I can't remember, maybe 25th, 26th of June. Yep. 
Um, so that's that's a, you know, obviously I, I love that love that course. Been uh, successful there the last five years, so I'm kind of loving the fact I went out there last weekend actually and um, really tested the nerves. So I don't I don't a field session on the sad day, and I thought. I just want to see where it's at because I had the physio right, so there's still something in the knee because I had I had the it really blew up after uh, after nationals, and it just like blew up to the point where it took me back to hospital and whatnot. Um, so I've kind of been waiting for the specialist. Um, so I finally saw the specialist two weeks ago, and there's actually still a foreign body in my knee. But Thanks. yep. So uh, from the initial injury, so they didn't get it all out. Um, but in the meanwhile, I've actually gone to physio and got, uh, I found out, so <laughs> lost two centimetres of muscle on my right leg. And after the assessments, it's 30% weaker. So Ooh. I've got to, I've got to, yeah. So I've got to build the leg up to support the knee. Mm -hmm. And the knee itself's getting better as time goes on. And, and taking that time off from, uh, what is it, the, you know, the, the tournaments I would have loved to play. Like we had, um, what do we have? Brook Park, um, Topor. Tomonui would have loved to have played those, you know, like that. Yeah. I, ju I just had to be patient and just kind of just not play, just just get off my leg and rest, really. And mm -hmm. I, I think that's done it some good. And then uh, backing that up with the physio. So if I was to get an operation, they said, oh, they said, if you do get an operation and they go in with a camera and whatnot, there's, it's in the worst place possible. And there's no <laughs> guarantee. Yeah. Which was like, oh, great. But there's no guarantee that they can actually get it out. So they might go oh, in wow. and you know do more damage sort of thing and, and not actually come out with any result. So they said it's not wouldn't be strange to 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 wait three months and if it blows up again, then that's something I'll kind of have to do, really take the risk and see what they can find. Um otherwise just just go hard with the physio. Um you know, I've been training and whatnot. So now I've just joined the gym recently and uh I'll get the leg back up and then just just boost on from there pretty much. So I'll just have to see how it goes. You know, there's a lot of different twists we do with disc golf and mm. there's a lot of, you know, it's a unique sport as far as the action we do when we when we pivot off our heel and drive and whatnot. So mm -hmm. I'll just have to see how it goes, you know, pretty much. Plenty of opportunity for putting practice, especially if you've got a new putter to, uh, to get used to as well. Yeah, yeah, it's exciting. It's kind of refreshing, you know, like sometimes for me disc golf doesn't stop, you know, play disc golf competitively and, and work in the industry full time. So hmm. sometimes I can get burnt out, you know, so, so a new putter in my hands is kind of like, cool. I can, uh, that's just refreshing. It's exciting for sure. Good stuff. So why towers your next one? Yeah. Why towers the next one? Yeah. Excellent. And is it going to be sort of kind of almost back to full time? Um, after, from, from that point? Um, I'll, I'll see. I'll see how it goes. I'll just have to see how that goes. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I, I mean, I, I had no pain after the the rounds. Well, we we done the championship course and the uh, champagne. So we done twenty seven holes, and because I was out there and, and excited to be throwing again, full power without any, ouch, any any mental, you know, any pain sort mm. of thing. I threw heaps off each tee and you know trying everything again. So um, no pain the next day. So that was exciting. So. Uh, beyond that, I have no plans as far as tournaments. I'm entered into the uh, Aussie champs, the Aussie, yeah, um, Aussie nice champs. That's in November. So build up to that, and then the the uh, you know the end goal as far as um, 
the next the next few months really is was to 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 uh, go back over to Smugs to uh, Pro Worlds and um, yeah, next year pretty much. Yeah, twenty twenty three. Yeah, twenty three. So that's kind of like the end goal. If I can get you know keep the knee healthy until then, it's like you know it'll it'll be sweet. It'll be sweet. It'll be back to full time and in between. It might be a bit. It's yeah. You know, it's harder these days. There's so much tournaments going on and and all of that. So I might be a little more picky um, this coming season and just you know for, I don't want to burn myself out. You know, for the last eleven years I've been chasing and chasing and chasing and uh, it's it's easy to kind of to burn yourself out. Yeah. Um, yeah, especially in between you know, 40, 40 hour disc golf job in between those, in between those uh, tournaments. So yeah, I might, uh, I might play some events I haven't played yet sort of thing. I'm not too sure. We'll see how it goes. Sweet. Um, you meant one of the events that you mentioned earlier on, actually, um, which will feature this disc is the Rapture. Mm -hmm. um, so this is an event which um, is typically um, run uh, up and down the country, actually. And, and, and you get free, RPM discs as part of your players pack, which you play the competition with. Well, what are, do you, can you tell us what the free discs are that are, you're, that are going to be in the pack? Uh, so, yeah, for sure. So this year it's a little different. There's a there's a two disc option, mm -hmm. and there's a three disc option. So we're trying to yeah you know, we're trying to make it um, really affordable for anyone that has a you know has there's a lot of smaller clubs around the country you know. Um, so you can choose a two disc pack. It'll be a magma takapu. And then it's a, a strata disc of their choice, um, and that's the two. That's the two disc pack. The three disc mm -hmm. pack will be magma takapu, um, one strata disc of their choice. You know, obviously we kind of suggest a mid range, and then a premium driver, so either cosmic or atomic driver of their choice. You know, so we're kind of leaving mm -hmm. it up to the um, the TDs really that they kind of yeah. There's a bit of room, so the the takapu will be the only custom stamped rapture disc the others will mm -hmm. be stock standard so it kind of gives them some variants you know some more room to play with with some uh different molds of their of their choice excellent yeah. excellent looking forward to uh to running the one in uh in wellington we've done that a couple of t couple of times now yeah, yeah it's awesome. gone very well so yeah very much looking forward to that keep an eye out on um all the social channels um around to see um when those will be run and obviously we'll have details on the show as well Excellent. Uh, we've got a quick question from Bray. Um, will we see you at more South Island events this season? Um, yeah. Yeah, I'd say so. Like there's, when I said I'd, I'd like to play some events, I uh, haven't played. There's a lot of that. Like I've played most of the North Island ones. So like one would, you know, like one I didn't get to go to last year with uh, the lockdown and all of that was uh, Twizel. Heard good things about Twizel. Um, that's just the one that first springs to mind. There's, there's, there's a lot these days, you know, between the uh, Generation Disc Golf Boys, um, the tour itself is exploding. So, yeah, probably, probably, bro, bro, I'll probably try and get to a um, couple more, like the one you, they, you know, the one, uh, the Southern Smash. You know, they, they guys run, a, run an awesome event and uh, we'd like to go down and support that and just play some fresh courses, you know what I mean? Keep it fresh. Um, yeah, and beyond that, just you know, Aussie really. I want to get over to Aussie a lot more. Fantastic, for sure. Fantastic. Right. Well, um, we've had a we've had a, a massive um, uh, response to the giveaway. Um, we're up to. Wow. Okay. Um, let me just check. We are. 
up to uh, 112 entries. <laughs> so, uh, <coughs> uh, everybody, remember, everybody can enter twice. You get you, you can be entered once for tagging somebody, and then if you get tagged, then your name goes in again. Um, you can tag more than one person, that's fine, but you only get one entry for doing the tag. Um, and then obviously one for for being tagged. So up to up to two entries per person, and we've got 112 people entered so far. Um, nice. Keep them coming. We'll do it. Um, uh, we'll do. We'll spin the wheel a little bit later on. Um, Jacko, thanks so much for uh, for joining us today. Uh, that was that's a, a great um, summary of uh, the new disc. It's uh, we're certainly looking forward to um, uh, to seeing them. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm picking up mine tomorrow, and they'll be. Uh, available on the website uh, at eight o'clock tomorrow night. Is that right? Yep. So eight o'clock tomorrow night is the the official drop. So um, yeah, we, we've you know given everyone enough time to kind of upload to their to their web stores or um, yeah, whatnot, or their or their physical locations and whatnot. So um, mm -hmm. yeah, that the next day or that night, jump online, go check them out, go support all the local uh, distributors and whatnot, and uh, Pick yourself up a new toy. <laughs> See? Excellent. Cheers, Jacko. Thanks, bro. Wait, cheers, Excellent. boys. Thanks so much for joining us. See you soon. Sorry. Cheers. Yeah. All right. Let's get us back to where we are supposed to be. There we are. <clears throat> wow. So we've got some... Uh... <coughs> Excuse me. We've got quite a few people entered, and they're still coming through the entry, so I'm going to be trying to process this at the same time. Brady, what else has been happening this week? Uh, well, I, I want to see if, if I know people have been commenting and tagging that kind of stuff. Uh, I, this is the first, and we didn't talk about it with Jack and we probably should have the first like non-indigenous, uh, scratch that because the Kotuku is technically Australian as well, but the Takapu is an Australian, Australasian Gannet, which aren't indigenous to New Zealand. So it's the second like non-indigenous that. So for anyone who's watching, apparently, according to Matt, the bird that is behind him is a seagull. No, no, no. Wait, um, sorry. Let me clarify this. I didn't say the bird behind me was a seagull. I said it looks a little bit like a seagull. And then you said it didn't. So, yeah, I, I, it's again, again, it is again, again, it is a Takapo. It is not a seagull. They are very different birds. No, I get it. Um, call I get me it. a bird nerd, I guess. You are a bird um, nerd. Yeah, maybe I need to jump on this, you know, like RPM Parliament stuff. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, I definitely think it's again. I think the stamp looks awesome. Um, I'm going mm. to presume they've been using that same artist. It's like Rachel Walker or something like that. I'm pretty sure they have her tagged in most of their social media stuff. Um, no, I'm I'm really looking forward to it. From what Jacko is throwing, you know, like I've always kind of thrown uh, the. Tui's been way too flippy for me, being a high power player, and the Ruru same thing. A little bit too deep dish, a little bit too straight. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to something that has a bit more stability, especially in the end of the flight. Um, mm -hmm. So yeah, super stoked. The glow in that, honestly, that stiff, um, stiff atomic, stiff atomic looks pretty nice that first round, yeah. and it even comes in my color. Like I mean, it's wow. well, I don't know. <clears throat> there we are. Yeah, look, I'm I'm looking forward to it as well. I haven't had one in my hands yet. As I said, I'm picking them up tomorrow. But um, it they they look a little bit aviary on the top, and a little bit. Yeah, I'll tell you what it reminded me of actually. Um, is is a and that's only because I throw them myself. Is a keystone underneath. Um, I don't know if you you agree, but um, it looked quite aviary on the top and a bit keystoney on the bottom. Um, 
<coughs> so I'm looking forward to uh, to getting my hands on one of them and uh, giving them a go. Um, certainly an overstable putter is going to be present in a lot of people's bags, so certainly a lot of utility for um for a lot of people now um brady we touched uh we touched touched on it last week um have you heard anything from nzdg at all um uh, like nzdg officially or like people who are on the nzdg board uh i mean officially uh officially no on the down low i have been in contact with certain nzdg uh like board members um, but that's been more of a like a personal thing rather than a oh hey look I'm the official NZDG we are officially having an AGM it is on this date that is before June first yeah right yeah I mean the the, the clock's c- continuing to tick um, and now uh, what are we at well just under two weeks until the first first of June and no no word of an AGM or or similar in fact no official word from from them um, which is a shame. Um, However, um, you know, it wouldn't be right for us to just sit here and bash them all day, um, however easy that might be. Uh, it, it, it's actually would be more responsible for us to talk about how if you want to be involved in NZDG, and I promise you, it's not, we don't, we don't bash people um, too often. Uh, the, uh, if you want to be involved in NZDG and you've got the kind of, um, you know, the, the drive, the inclination to really take New Zealand disc golf forward and make a difference, then we would encourage you to uh, to, to get involved when the uh, when the AGM does come up. Absolutely, and we'd support anybody who, who wants to. I think um, if you're someone out there who's got even uh, who hasn't had any uh, experience uh, in kind of uh, organisational governance, um, but you but you want to make a difference, I think that's the biggest that's the biggest uh, um, thing that, that that really you can look for. Um, in in a position such as those on the board for for NZDG, if you're you know if you're king, what do you think, Brady? Yeah, I was gonna say, heck, I mean, like if you're listening to this show, you have a keyboard, you know how to send emails in a timely fashion, you know, like a, an NZDG board spot might be for you. Uh, you know, like if you happen to play disc golf, if you enjoy getting outdoors, taking a walk in the park, and throwing some frisbees, the NZDG board might be for you. Um, you know, like I served on the board. Uh, for, for quite a few years, actually, you know, like in, in various different roles and, you know, like I do know it is hard to kind of wrangle cats and, and get board members together and, and get things out on time. But I, I do know that you can still do things uh, according to plan and you can still get things out in a timely fashion, you know, like, trust me, I had four months to plan a national competition, you know, like a national championship, you know, and I was able to pull that off. So I, I presume that if I can do that, uh, you know, like, and if, if your ears are listening to my, my voice now, uh, you can serve on the NZDG and we, we'd love to have you honestly. Um, so yeah, don't, don't be afraid, you know, like, uh, you know, jump in the deep end, you know, like have some fun, you know, like learn some stuff. Um, you know, like it's a great opportunity that, you know, like we were afforded to, to have a say in our club, to have our say in a national board, you know, like we're not, a, you know, yes, we're a part of the PDGA, but we're not nearly as big as the States are. Finland is uh, yet. Anyway, we're getting there. Um, would you like to help us get there? You know, like run for NZDG, you got like two votes here, one for me, one from, you know, like Matt. So yeah, you know, votes are coming your way. Uh, you know, like run, help us take this, uh, this sport and, you know, like this country, the sport in this country to the next level. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's it's a it's a tough job um, and it's a little bit thankless. 
but you know you'd be making a huge huge contribution and difference to um to nzdg and for the state of new zealand disc golf so i'd encourage you to get involved and um I'd encourage you to, to to step forward. Hopefully, we'll hear a little bit more about that process in the coming weeks. Though I do have to say, I think Haley Flintoff sums it up just perfectly. Just tuned in. What are we nominating for? Um, coming next week, we will have, speaking of which, because it hasn't been published by NZDG, hopefully they'll beat us to the punch. Um, we'll post uh, board positions next week. We'll have as a, a little add-on to the show. Um, so if you're interested in running but have no idea what you should run for, uh, we'll post the uh, job descriptions, as it were, next week. Because, um, heck, we might as well just have the AGM on the show if, if NZDG <laughs> isn't going to do it before us. Tune in. Vote here. Spin the wheel. See if you yeah, get elected well, maybe, NZDG. Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe a wheel spin <laughs> is, is, is what we need. Talking of wheel spins. Right. Should we do this? Okay. Yeah, let's do um, it. Brady, um, can you keep everybody entertained whilst I just add in the – remate last few names i mean i certainly can in. try um just, uh... oh yeah working with the data analytics team behind the scene um yeah. i really do like the fact that uh for any of you who don't follow matt or sweet chain live on instagram um don't you should follow his partner she's much funnier um <laughs> Linga posted last week, it was probably my favorite Instagram post uh, when she tagged Sweet Chain of blending into the background as she was lying on the bed behind Matt. You couldn't see her because of the virtual background um, <laughs> as she was like secretly behind the scenes of the show watching Keeping Quiet. Um, so Linga, if you're behind the scenes, uh, you are amazing. You're awesome. You are funny. Um, I love all the hugs you give Matt, especially live on show. And I also <laughs> love when you're quietly watching in the background. Um, so yes, just in case you're wonder wondering who the uh, the rock star of that relationship is, it is not the one on screen. All props. Oh, I, look, and I couldn't agree with you more. Quite frankly, um, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Um, right, let's get on with this now. I think so. Uh, entries are closed. If you haven't commented already, you're too late. Sorry. Um, right, let's get on with this. So we'll shuffle the names up a little bit, and then we've got to get this on the screen. Um, bear with me, caller. Um, right. I can't do like a virtual like drum roll. This isn't working. Okay, so we've got here's the wheel of names. We've got 147 entries. Oh my right. goodness! My <laughs> colorblind eyes are like killing me right now. Yeah, I mean half these colors you can't even see. So I, I it's uh, wait. There are multiple colors on this wheel. There are multiple colors on here. Yeah, <laughs> so, uh, every you can only be entered twice. Um, you know, two is the maximum number of entries. Um, so hopefully I've captured everybody. Somebody tagged me. Thank you. I think it was Jack Mocker. Lovely. If my name comes up, that's brilliant. Um, oh, I want my name to come up. Hemi tagged me or uh, untagged me. I don't know if that counts. I don't know. Okay. Go on, then. It's we'll all good. You in. Six. Right. Uh, nice. So we've got 148 names. Here we go. <clears throat> Let's get spinning. And the winner is. <laughs> that's outrageous. <laughs> that, that's outrageous. <laughs> that's outrageous. Oh, shiver. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shivers. Uh, yes, um, that is right. Linga. Uh, you Henry, you were right. You can <laughs> hear her laughing. Yeah, look, honestly, that that is not rigged. You saw the yeah. Here we go. Here we go. That. <laughs> 
thank you, Bray. Thank you, Bray. Nobody more deserving indeed. Um, look, that was not rigged. Genuinely, 147 people. Um, very well done. Excellent. Um, right. That's um, that's enough from us this week. Uh, hope you enjoyed the episode. Um, we'll be back uh, next week um, on Thursday night, live at nine. So wherever you're playing disc golf, take it easy. Play well, get some birdies, and we'll see you later. <laughs>